We them guys, let me bring you on the block. This the movie, Red Box. We don't like the Red Sox. Fire hydrants on blast when the town get hot. Drink tequila by the ounce at the hookah spot. If you ain't from here, you cannot survive here. But you with the crew, so you can come disguise here. Step up in our shoes, let us give you the news. And tell you all the things that others who scared to. My city worldwide, so how can I fear you? We wasn't raised on the sick code, I'ma spare you. This is not a scene that you can compare to. You might as well soak it all in while you here, dude. Cause this is the birthplace of rap, R.I.P. the pun. Couple more seconds in the show's begun. I said birthplace of rap, R.I.P. the pun. Couple more seconds in the show's begun. And that's from the Bronx with love, from the Bronx with A. Bronx with love, from the Bronx with A. A. Bronx with love, from the Bronx with A. Bronx with love, oh, oh. Welcome to From the Bronx with Love, a podcast where we explore pop culture, food, music, and as a bonus, random rants all done with a multicultural lens. We're your hosts, Karen and Dom. Did you see that tweet about um, Drake showing off the cost of his entire outfit? Ew, no. Yeah. There was a video where he showed off how much his shoes cost, how much his... uh, jacket everything so basically he said he was wearing close to like a million dollars no no for this one interview that he was having um so yeah you want me to have a heart attack on air (laughs) i already don't Uh, like him now you try to i mean i don't like him either but i'm trying to find this video okay ew yeah you know get out of here ew ew he thinks he has so much game Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna add this to the podcast. <laughs> Your life reactions. Fifteen thousand dollars for shoes. I know hooks. He's wearing. <sighs> He's wearing seven fifty on his wrist. Yeah. Can you even imagine? having a concept called well, how much is your outfit like can you it's ridiculous like clearly he just he was just doing it to show off i'm sick anyways <laughs> <laughs> all right well now that you have effectively made me want to die <laughs> I wanted to tweet about it, but at the moment, I was just like, no. He just doesn't deserve any more attention. No. So we're going to podcast it instead. No, but I wanted to talk about it because, I don't know, what are your thoughts in regards to his music? I'm I'm sorry. What? 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 There are some Drake fans out there. And I am not friends with them. <laughs> okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I like one of his songs. Yeah, okay. So I do like a couple of his songs, actually. Okay. I think for me, it's just, um, what's this song called? Best I Ever Had. I hate that song. <gasps> Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like that song. <laughs> I like, because he's so manipulative. He knows how to make money. So every, like, two or three years, he has a new era, and he has a new sound, right? Mm -hmm. So during his Caribbean era, he got me. 
I'm not gonna lie. He got me. If he had a cumbia um, era, he would have gotten you too, Karen. <laughs> if he somehow bought the Selena Masters or whatever and did a whole recut Selena's songs and sang on them and did, you know, Como La Flor, you would have been into Drake. Please. I'm weak. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, maybe you're right. I mean, that's culture. The songs would have had to be super bomb in order for me to be like going crazy for Drake. Yeah, he had me. He caught me. Caught me at a weak point. <laughs> so wait, what is your favorite song? Okay, they're not my favorites. Okay. <laughs> I guess the songs I tolerate. Okay, the songs I'll listen to. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, uh, one Dance. Oh, yes, yes. And I sing Dance to that one. Yeah, I really like that one. One Dance, um, Controller, and um, Hold On, We're Going Home. Oh, yes. And that's a really good song. Hold oh, On. Yeah, you just reminded me of that. <laughs> and so you got two songs now. Now I do. One song. Well, thanks to you, now I'm going to go listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Headline. Uh, I've never heard that one. I like that one a lot. Well, now I'm going to go listen to them. <laughs> and then we're done. No more Drake. I purposefully tried to not listen to his new stuff because I'm like, there's no way he's going to catch me now. I am not <laughs> with today. Yeah, I haven't listened to any of his new stuff either. Oh, yeah. but you know what I wanted to point out? Mm-hmm. You know how you said that if Drake came out with like some Selena remixes, I would fall. Mm-hmm. He actually did wear a Selena t-shirt a couple of years ago i would say mm-hmm. but this is the thing with the whole selena thing so you remember when mac came out with the selena makeup collection yeah and a lot of influencers out there were like showing off the pr packages that they got mm-hmm. and the thing for me is that i had never heard them talk about selena Mm-hmm. before until this collection came out and all of a sudden this collection come out comes out and they're singing to her songs and even though they can't clearly sing to them and then once the whole excitement for that makeup line was done that's it mm-hmm. it's like they never jammed to selena mute songs of course. of course this is the world of marketing yeah but that's the thing with drake too like i don't know if he was doing it with a certain purpose like of course. Does he even know at least like Beady Beady Bomb Bomb or what? Probably not. Probably <laughs> no Beady part. <laughs> so that's just my thing with him. I really didn't understand why he was rocking that shirt because, first of all, how old is Drake? Oh, I think he's in his mid-30s. Okay, so let's see. I'm actually looking it up. Okay, so he's 32. (laughs) So he's two years older than me. I think I was about maybe like seven when Selena died. Mm -hmm. Seven, so he was nine. No way. No, no. There's no way he was listening to Selena. No. I, I can't believe it. But anyway... This episode is not about him and Selena. This is mm-hmm. about him and his showing off his outfit. 
So just to give everyone a little bit of context, there is this video where he is showing off how much his outfit cost. And apparently he was dressed up for an interview, right? I don't even understand it. Yeah, um, because uh, on the article that I'm referencing, referencing, he says it says he noted that it might be the first million dollar outfit on the unknown vlogs YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I think he was going for an interview, and apparently he decided to drop all this money on one outfit. And here's a breakdown. So the custom Baroni jacket, $11,000. Tom Ford turtleneck, 2000 Who the hell pays that much for a turtleneck? Not even Steve Jobs, I bet, paid that much for his turtleneck. <laughs> Tom Ford trousers, $1,000. Crocodile Tom Ford shoes, 15000 15, Oh, my goodness. So if crocodiles go extinct, blame Tom Ford and Drake. Um, cost, custom chain, 220000 uh Richard Mill RM69 watch 750,000 that's like two mortgages yeah and apparently his two bracelets are priceless because fans gave them to him yeah well one is for his son oh, the son okay. that he didn't want people to know that he had uh-huh. <laughs> um and the other fan gave to him i think the outfit was actually so this type of show is called how much is your outfit oh the whole whole thing is to talk about like how much like the pieces you have on Mm -hmm. all cost together so he has to be the most expensive one on the show okay but do you think he was already planning to be the most expensive one Oh, yeah, of course. Without a doubt. <laughs> In general, I'm not a big fan of his. And now with this, I'm just like, really? I just feel like... I don't know if people are going to come for me after I say this, but when someone is not super talented, they find <laughs> other ways to show off and get attention. Oh, hello. That's what I think. But, I mean, if the show is called that, like, you know, how much is your outfit, then, I mean, I I guess, you know, it was appropriate. But even then... It's like one of those weird shows where it's like... It's like, um, what is that? I, I like MTV Cribs. Oh, yes. Thing. Like the rich and the lavish and like let's all like watch how the other side lives. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, when you're younger, that's kind of fascinating. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I don't have time for that. I don't have aspirations for that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if I had a 750000 I would be making a film right now. Mm-hmm. And that's like the kind of that's what who I am you know what I mean like I'm not an entertainer and like my whole shtick and my whole brand isn't to like rap about how glamorous my life is or like tweet about or to sing about or to write about how glamorous my life is so like there is some context here but the thing is like 
still like I don't like like you said when you're like not that talented (laughs) you really do have to play up your image you know because I don't I honestly truly don't believe he's like talented at all like I think he's very talented in crafting an image and having the right people around him oh okay you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's like a good marketer. I guess he can string two or three words together in a rhyming formation and rap, maybe. Yeah. That's what I call it. I'm saying all this like I'm some kind of <laughs> like I'm some kind of MC. But like I just like mm-mm. I it's it's so so unnecessary especially at a time when we have like aoc talking about taxing the rich at 70 percent. i see this and i'm like we need to make drake an american citizen and we need to tax him at 100 percent. that is true sense but here's another thing rich (laughs) clearly he has a lot of money right to spend so Mm -hmm. much on just a pair of shoes and a watch right Mm -hmm. but I, i just looked up like his charity work that he's done in the past. Mm-hmm. And apparently there's this list has 10 things of charity work that he's done. Mm-hmm. Some of them include, let's see, helping out a school in Miami that apparently he dropped thousands of dollars to help out students, schools, shelters, and even a local supermarket. Mm-hmm. Then in April 2010, he donated 30000 to Jamaican Learning Center. Okay, no. He should have donated more. Because if he has 70, how much were the shoes? $750,000. Well, that's, um, that's his uh, watch is $750,000. Oh, okay. Right. So 30000 is nothing compared to the cost of... Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because I, when you're like his charity work, I was so quick. I typed in Drake net worth. A lot of people, I I remember seeing this with Jeff Bezos, like donating um, upwards of like two, almost two billion dollars. Which, if you put that and you contrast it with their actual net worth and how much they're pulling in it's pennies nothing yeah it's pennies so like you have to like look at numbers within like a context you know what i'm saying like they're obviously spending a lot more money yeah more luxurious lifestyle and being philanthropic one probably for pr two because Mm -hmm. probably do care yes i'm not gonna say they're completely soulless people um, but three, like, it's a way to be like, to ease the tension between having so much money and people not having money. It's like, we're supposed to be very grateful for, you know, the 1% giving us oh, money yeah. and we can have like all these things or so people can continue to have an education and continue to have access to arts when in fact, structurally, that shouldn't be an issue. Mm-hmm. It, having access to education shouldn't be an sure, issue. It should be a right, you know, like having access or like having people donate to Flint, Michigan. Like, no, Flint, Michigan, and other places like Flint, Michigan shouldn't even have lead in their pipes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's like 
when you look at it from like a thousand foot view, it's like, no, this is nonsense. Like, I'm not saying don't give to charity though. Right. Absolutely give to charity. <laughs> but we're not just going to sit here and be like, that's, you know, all well and done and wash our hands of it because he gives money. Like, like you said, 30,000 compared to his 140 million he's bringing in. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, I saw a lot of uh, tweets about this because this is where I first saw the video. It was on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I was reading the comments because usually that's what I go to on Twitter for. And a lot of people were saying, like, there's no need to brag about an outfit when there are other things going on in the world. Then, second, for example, people like Steve Jobs. My, uh, what's his name? The Facebook creator. Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Right. Mark Zuckerberg. Like, you never see them bragging about their outfit. And I don't know if that's because they're in a definitely different fields. Mm-hmm. Two of them are in tech. He is a musician, obviously. And it mm-hmm. comes with all the... Yeah, I, I feel like the type of field that he's in, it's just kind of like that lifestyle. You know, rock really big, gold chains, and all of this nonsense, and show it off. Basically, that's what it is. I don't know. I just feel like it's unnecessary. It's, we're such haters, because we don't like Drake. Um, I think that's what it is, mostly. But I will say also, like, okay, I'll say, in the spirit of diplomacy and being fair, I love Miss Beyonce (gasps) Knowles. You read my mind. Almost Carter. Go ahead. Love her, love her, love her, love her, love Okay? She can do almost no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> she would probably be the only billionaire I save in the revolution. Um, because what we have to fund the new society, you know? Right. Yes. Like we need seed money. We can't kill everyone. Kidding. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Um, I just meant in prison. Kidding. <laughs> But, like I said, I love uh, Queen Bey. Mm-hmm. She has had notable outfits. Yes. Right off the runway for her fantastical, beautiful performances, right? At one point, I remember she wore this really beautiful dress, um, like it's a mini dress, and I forget um, what designer, but it was on the um, it was on the runway. I think it was in either New York or Paris Fashion Week. Um, it was really beautiful. Um, it was like three hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, and she performed in it for like fifteen minutes. Oh my god! <laughs> there you go. And I remember, one. That, I remember seeing that price tag. The difference is, okay, Beyonce never opened her mouth, went on YouTube, oh. and was like, check me out in my $325,000 dress. Okay, I get it, yes. You Obviously, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, this was reported because people knew, you know, mm-hmm. like how much that dress was, and the publication started pu- putting that out there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't her. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yes, she's not bragging about it. Yeah. But, like, rich people do rich people things. Yes. like Things like that. And, I mean, if we were to be Richie Cats through our Patreon, subscribe to our 
<laughs> now subscribe to our Patreon. Um, what is it? Become a member. Oh, yeah, yes. A member. <laughs> so we were, you know, able to make enough money to buy ourselves, like, you know, matching yachts or whatever. <laughs> I'm not, like, shaming people for, like, enjoying money they make. No. Like, it's just, like, it's so weird to, like, talk about it in such a way that's, like, you know what it is? So gluttonous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and here's another thing that my parents have told me, mm-hmm. and I've heard them say this a lot of the times. Usually, people that don't have much growing up, when they get you know famous or somehow end up making a lot of money, mm-hmm. that's how they want to prove their, their wealthiness through uh, physical things, like whether it's a jacket or shoes or whatever. That's how they prove that they are wealthy. Yeah. But then there are other people that, you know, maybe were not super rich growing up, but somehow are living better. Mm-hmm. They still don't show it off like that. Like as long as let's say like their bank account is nice and they, they, they live comfortably, there's no need for them to go out there and like flaunt their wealthiness. And so, Another thing that my parents have always said, like, you have to be humble. Like, sure, if you were fortunate enough to now be making so much money, there's no need to show it off to other people that maybe are not in the same circumstances as you are now. Because Mm -hmm. you never know what can happen. Mm -hmm. And one day you're so high and then the next you can be so low. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of like why I didn't see... When I saw that video, it was, it didn't sit well with me just because of what my parents have always said. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was like, I don't like Drake and it's like a crime that he has this much money (laughs) because why are we making certain people famous? Um, That's my whole thing. Yeah. It's like, I feel the same way about Kardashians too. Don't even get started (laughs) with those. Um. And I do think, like, I do think that, like, I think it is subjective, like, how we want to spend our money or, like, what mm-hmm. is, like, luxury to people. Like, yes, having diamonds is a luxury, but, yeah. like, that's not a luxury. Like, I don't even want a diamond ring. <laughs> no. I, if anyone who does know me knows, like, I don't want, like, any kind of diamond jewelry or diamond rings, despite it being, like, a luxury status symbol, right? Yeah. But I would like to afford $150 vitamin C, vitamin E serum that just like is basically a facelift in a bottle. So what we decide is luxury is subjective. It's yes. different to everyone. Um, but like, yeah, like you were saying, like, there, there could be a little bit more humility. Yes. With this whole thing. It's just like, mm. <laughs> It's, like, not even that that much different from, like, you know, um, streetwear or, like, you know, those, like, Instagram um, fashion blogs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but the thing is, I'm just, like, looking at it and, like, it's so unnecessary. Like you said, it is just so, so unnecessary. And it would absolutely be from someone like him. 
Yeah, I just feel like he is that type of person. Yeah, all he does is like brag. Well, from the songs that I listen to, it's all it's always like it's always bragging. And I'm like, you you what? I don't see the allure. <laughs> yeah, because then it's like, okay, are you really being creative with your songs or all is this whole album just about how much money you have? Right. And like <laughs> how you were able like how people want to take you down or like how you're so much better than like the people who like didn't believe in you and I'm like okay well you know what real now that you brought up that that whole thing about talking about people that didn't believe in you and all that it reminds me of someone who is very problematic Mm. who is half mexican Mm -hmm. and unfortunately from puebla Oh, oh, I know who we're talking about. Yep. I love how she's 69. Yeah. You got me so excited. I was like, ooh, juicy. (laughs) No, it's it. And I'm like, oh, okay. But he was like that too. In a lot of his songs, it was always like about how much money he has, how people, you know, were trying to bring him down. And then on his social media, it was always about him just like throwing money out there on the streets. Every time he visited a different country, he was giving out $100 bills, all this nonsense. And I have nephews that are probably like in between like 18 to like 22. And they were obsessed with his music, but also his fashion. And again, they wanted to buy that Gucci belt. They wanted like whatever he was wearing, that's what they wanted to buy. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay. So you're going to spend the money that you're making now just to get a belt that it's not really going to provide anything better for you. Like just invest that money, whether it's in your education or something else or save it at least. But don't just go spend it all on a belt just because this dumbass rapper has it. And that's all they would ever talk about. They were like, oh, I want to get a job because I want a Gucci belt. And where can I find a Gucci belt? And it was all about this stupid Gucci belt. Mm-hmm. So yeah. giving off the impression to kids that that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Just the physical objects that you have or the expensive clothing that you have. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. And that's why I also didn't like Takashi at all. Yeah. And you know what else this reveals, Karen? What? We are officially at the age where we're like, what are these little children listening to? <laughs> we're old. He's <laughs> been around forever <laughs> since my undergrad year. Yeah, he has. Still. <laughs> we're old. So basically now we sound like our parents who back then would criticize our music. Now we're criticizing the youngsters' music. That's the perfect word to use it. (laughs) The youngsters. The youngsters. Oh, my God. No, stop. I'm still young. (laughs) Breaking news. We've become our parents. That's the real episode. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I'm actually really happy, though, you... um, in our search for what should we talk about today and grace you with our lovely voices. Yes. Karen brought this up to me and I'm actually very um, grateful because one, there's a self-awareness that I am a 45 year old woman. Okay. 
and that I don't like when Drake specifically flaunts his, <laughs> his clothing. Um, not that I don't like it. I'm not pressed about it or like I'm not going to go to sleep and it's going to keep me up all night and I'm just right. going to like send out a 20 um 20 tweet thread about it about let me tell you about the structural inequalities of capitalism because of drake <laughs> it's just like <sighs> yeah it's just annoying that he has to do that type of thing mm-hmm. but let me ask you a question let's say that you were making as much money as drake yes ma'am what would be to the universe? Yes, I am. Yes, you are going to be making <laughs> more money than Drake. What is not a billionaire? Because then I die in the revolution. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> what is one thing that you will drop a lot of money for? And, and clearly, we know it's not diamonds because you just mentioned earlier that diamonds are not your thing. Mm-hmm. So, what would it be? Okay, so, like, absolute luxury item, like, no necessity, like a house or a car? Uh, well, I mean, it could be that as well. Just anything in general. Something, I guess, let's say that later on people would be like, oh, my God, don't spend this much money on this thing. Um, I would... <sighs> Did I put you on the spot? Yeah, I'm thinking. I would... Um... I would buy, I think I would buy a farm. <laughs> oh. I would really, if I, I, I mean, I, I do have actual intentions of doing this. Okay. Um, but if I had like Drake money, yeah, I would buy a really nice plot of land um, mm-hmm. and open a co-op. <laughs> okay. So like farm, like a low, kind of like a farm, well, a, would be local to where I bought it, probably not local to where my house is. Okay. I probably would live more in the city, but I would buy a little co-op where, you know, it's going to be me and a couple other people. But then also like on that property, we'll have some like maybe a store where they sell the food and that goes into like, it might be like a general store slash like kitchen. So it's like a and thing like that so like mom and pop kind yeah. of but like I would be in, basically investing in a plot of land and then make food for me myself but then also for people and it, they would be you know paid <laughs> you would come and yeah. pay it would be a business <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah That's a good one I like that idea on like if I like had good five to six million i would like splurge on land development and business yeah that's a good that's a good idea like as a co-op because i want like a group of people to have like the same cut as money as i do or at least some people like locally in the community so like the money goes back into the community oh that sounds really good Mm mm-hmm um and then I would also probably buy a Sephora. Um <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about luxuries, so Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> so yeah, so skincare and uh organic foods. <laughs> okay, 
but on All a right. very large scale. You'll be young forever because basically those soup things just give you like eternal youth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I think for me, yeah, it would be an island. <gasps> oh, that's so smart. Yeah. You know how much I love the beach. Yeah. If I could wake up to the beach every single day, that would be ideal. Yeah. So once I have that money, that would be something that I would invest in so that my family can just, I could just fly them out anytime they just want to take some relaxing vacations on my mm-hmm. island. Mm-hmm. Like you said as well, have some sor- source of, you know, so we can get organic food, mm-hmm. just have them eat healthy and kind of like have it like a little getaway so that mm-hmm. you can just relax. Yeah. And enjoy the water. Oh, yeah. Without having that to share with other people. <laughs> yeah. Look at us. We're just going to like buy up property and eat well. Yes. <laughs> the thing about it, though, is that I would never flaunt it or say, hey, by the way, check out my island. That cost me something million dollars. I would never. Right. Oh, the only time anyone would know, like, what I owned is, like, when I die and leave it to my children. <laughs> yeah, I think that's something that I would hate. I mean, Obviously, the media does their job to go snooping around in things you own. And fine, if it came out that way, well, I guess there's nothing I can do to control that. But if there's any way for me to keep that low-key, I would definitely just prefer it that way. Yeah. And now that we're mentioning keeping our purchases private. (laughs) Right, our purchases and our money moves private. Exactly. A good um, foil is uh, to Drake is um, Isa. Yes. Who last week I found out is engaged. I had no idea she had a boyfriend. I had zero clue. <laughs> um, yeah, she had this beautiful, beautiful um, Essence cover that came out last week. Um, and in one of the pictures, she has a very visible engagement ring on, and someone pointed it out. And it was like, wait, when did this happen? Who? What more? And then it turns out that a couple of other people were like, yeah, she got engaged last year to her boyfriend of 10 years. And I was like, this is so rude, Isa. She kept it super private. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I went, well, one, I'm going to say to my future best friend, Issa Rae, congratulations. Um, it's okay if I don't get the invitation in the mail. It's fine. <laughs> For now. Um, but, yeah, like, Issa's, um, I think I told you that Issa also, like, she's been hustling and working really, really hard for upwards of, like, 10, 12 years, like, you know, she's had her um, uh, web series for yep. so long on YouTube. And then that's like what, you know, you know, um, uh, HBO bought. Well, they didn't buy the web series, but they like the concept, I guess. Concept, Yeah. You know, millennial comedy drama, basically. Uh-huh. What is like basically all web series <laughs> content. <laughs> um is about being a millennial living in a major urban city, either L.A. or <laughs> New York. New York, yeah. 
Um, yeah, so she's been slowly but surely trucking along. And I don't want to like downplay whatever Drake's contribution to society. He clearly means something. <laughs> um, I'm not salty at all. But like, yeah, I just like it's. Yeah, Issa is doing her thing. Yeah. And she doesn't need to show it off. Right. Like, if we can just bring it down to, like, maybe, because we're talking about people who have no idea of our own, our existences. But, like, think about, like, your friend who's constantly, and this is, like, the friend that, like, thinks their um, multi-level marketing pyramid scheme (laughs) counts as a business. Constantly post, making money moves. Real G's moving silence, like lasagna kind of stuff like that. (laughs) That's your friend Drake. And then you have the person who pops up with their firstborn and a new house and you haven't seen them in five years on any kind of social media. Or like they probably have been posting other irrelevant stuff and then they're like, hey, good news. We're on our second baby and we have a house. That's Isa. So we all have a Drake in our lives and we all have an Isa in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> I actually know people that are similar to Drake. And speaking of the whole pyramid scheme thing, <laughs> I was about to get recruited again. <gasps> oh my God. We need to have an episode specifically about this. Oh my God. If I just told you, this is like the fourth time and I don't know what it is about me. That mm-hmm. just like draws these people, and yeah, they think that they Yeah, you're the last person I would come to for that. I don't know what it is, but it, this is the fourth time. Well, we'll do a separate episode on that one. Yeah, I have a complicated history in that I do utilize some products of a specific brand, but when I was asked to sell, I was like, no. <laughs> But they have really good vegan shakes. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, now mm-hmm. you know. Do your mm-hmm. thing. Keep hustling. Mm-hmm. And there's really no need to be showing off. Nope. Going back to Beyonce again. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say my philosophy, and I would say this probably is your philosophy as well, Karen, But basically, she says, at the end of formation, you know you're that bitch when you cause all this conversation. Always stay gracious. Best revenge is your paper. Ooh. Make your money. Let people talk about you. And keep it moving. That's that's kind of like the way to live by, basically. Yeah, I mean, people talk about... Like, I don't think Beyonce has given an interview except for that one time in Vogue magazine. Like everyone, everything I hear about Beyonce is other people talking about Beyonce. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So like, let them talk about how you're wearing a fresh off the runway, $325,000 dress instead of you coming up on a like Mm -hmm. video talking about like, Oh, I'm wearing $979,000 on me. Like, all right. Just for attention. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah, so best revenge is your paper. So make it, spend it how you want to. We're not policing people. No. But yeah. Keep it silent. <laughs> We're not policing, but we don't want to hear it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
this feels so, so good. Moving on with our episode. Anyone you want to send to hell? Yes. Okay. Um, I feel like this whole, I should just do like a blanket, like this administration, but Kristen, Kirsten, I don't care how to pronounce her name because I don't care about her as a person. Nielsen, um, she was the uh, secretary of uh, Homeland something, whatever, whatever. She's like a cabinet position holder is, um, is, or actually has at the time of this, podcast being recorded has resigned from the Trump administration. She, Stephen Miller and um, what's his face? Uh, Jeff Beauregard Sessions Uh um, were really instrumental in the um, zero um, tolerance policy which led to family separation. So all of them, all of them single file line Shut the door behind you. Go straight. Oh. <laughs> Lock up that door. Lock up the door. <laughs> okay, I think we don't need to give any more context as to why, because we already know what and they're involved in. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, this feels so, so good. I want to highlight someone. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, yeah, it's someone and also this this series called Pink Slift. Yes. Yeah, I think I had highlighted them way back. Mm-hmm. But it's finally getting picked up by HBO. I think they're still finalizing some details. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dom. I think they are. Don't they need to look for a production company? Yes. Yeah, I think they're still on the hunt for that. It does take a while, to be honest, for um, a com- like a production company to option a concept or a script. It's a whole thing. It's a whole industry thing. But I wish them well. It does take a while, though. Like It's a lot of back and forth, and there's legal because you're dealing with intellectual property. Yeah. Yeah, so... It's exciting, though. It is, because I remember when, when this, this series first was on YouTube or on their website, and then the creator was constantly talking about, like, hey, let's put it out in the universe to get this show picked up. And she was constantly making moves. And now, finally, it yep. came true. Yeah. So this proves that, you know, putting things out there in the universe really helps out. It might not happen from one day to another. Oh, no, I need $150 million in my account tomorrow. So <laughs> that I'm going to be richer than Drake. <laughs> but I guess patience and what else? Yeah, patience and determination are, are key. Patience, determination, and network your butt off. Oh, yes. So those three things, I feel like, really helped out this series. And obviously, it's great. A lot of people have been watching it, sharing it on their social media platforms. So that is the best thing we can do now. Obviously, since they're potentially getting picked up, what we need to do is go watch it again and again and again. So, yeah, I just really want to highlight them because I'm so excited for them. I feel like this is the type of show that deserves, like, 10 seasons personally awesome Mm -hmm. you know what this is my feeling i mean 
obviously I want, I have a vested interest because this is what I studied, but listen, if we only have 12 years to reverse climate change, let's have the best content for, you know, when the world ends and there's still a couple of laptops working, we have something to look back at. (laughs) Great content. Yeah. Great content. I want Michael Scott to survive the end of the world. And I want you to survive the end of the world through my my own shows. Yes. So, yeah, I'm all for good content still being out there, new, fresh faces, and faces of color. Beautiful. Still need more of those narratives. Yep. I will not rest until these narratives are the norm. Well, Dom, you already have, like, three shows to write. I know, yeah. And I'm just talking about, like, oh, we have 10, 12 years. Like, I have a deadline. Like, we have a literal (laughs) before we die deadline. (laughs) So, yeah. You'll be seeing Dom's content out there soon. Mm -hmm. But it's not about me. Congratulations, Pink Slip. (laughs) (laughs) About them. (laughs) Yes, congratulations. And make sure you go watch it. Share with everyone because that's the that's kind of like what we have to do, you know. Help out each other. I, th- I always say this: if I eat, we all eat. Yes, that's why I want to build a commune on a farm. <laughs> you can feed everyone, literally, literally. literally. everyone to eat. <laughs> but yeah, no. In terms of like success, it it, it should be communitarian we all share in the success because we all care for yep. you know yes we love you pink slipped and all other creatives especially from the bronx whatever i'm biased um but creatives of color all right everyone and on that beautiful note from dom we are ending this episode and please make sure to follow us on instagram and twitter and leave your comments no, actually, leave your reviews. Mm-hmm. Those are super important. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, this feels so, so good. This podcast was executive produced by Karen Almonde. You can follow us on social media to keep up with your favorite Bronx ladies. From the Bronx with Love is part of Anthology House Media. From here, you cannot survive here, but you with the crew, so you can come disguise here. Step up in our shoes, let us give you the news and tell you all the things that others who scared to. My city worldwide, so how can I fear you? We wasn't raised on the sick code, I'ma spare you. This is not a scene that you can compare to. You might as well soak it all in while you here, dude. Cause this is the birthplace of rap RP the pun. Couple more seconds in the show's begun. I said birthplace of rap RP the pun. Couple more seconds in the show's begun. And that's from the Bronx with love, from the Bronx with A. Bronx with love, from the Bronx with A. A. Bronx with love, from the Bronx with A. Bronx with love. Oh, oh, oh. Bronx with love, from the Bronx with A. Bronx with love from the Bronx with A. Bronx with love from the Bronx with Whoa, Bronx with love.